Thank you for listening to Voices of Grace. I'm Ryan Peterson with the communications team here at Grace Community Church. Now, the last several weeks, we've had a chance to talk with several international missionaries that were visiting uh, this summer, but today I'm joined by a couple that's on mission right here in East Texas. Jeff and Penny Hawkins, they've been longtime members at Grace, and uh, Penny, actually, I was told, used to work at Grace School. Is that correct? Okay, and um, they've both... um, been leading in our families count classes. I know a lot of people don't know about this, but these are classes um, where they it's a court-approved parenting class for parents who have lost custody or at risk of losing custody of their children um, and are on a safety plan. And this is a really cool ministry. Um, and I'm really excited to highlight this today with you guys because I really don't think many people know about this. Um, so, but before we get into that, I always love to go into your own personal journeys of how you came to know Jesus. Um, so if you guys don't mind, give me a little background of yourself, uh, where you grew up, um, and when you came to know the Lord. And so Penny, let's start with you. Okay. So where I grew up is easy. My dad was in the military, so we moved around a lot. I grew up in a home that, um, didn't go to church. Um, I knew God existed and I had a praying grandma. And so I didn't know the Lord until we were married. I was pregnant with our first daughter and had an encounter with the Lord and there was no doubt that he was real. And it's it's changed ever since then. Wow. So where were were you in Texas or where were you? Yeah, we were living in Frisco. Okay. And right outside of Dallas and um, pregnant and thought we had our life all planned and figured out. And we just ended up having to take some job changes and some moves, and and I just needed help and turned to the Lord, and it's been so different ever since. And Jeff, what about you? So I was born here in Tyler. Um, all my life uh, went to church, but for me, just you know, my belief growing up was is if you believe in Jesus Christ and you go to church, that you're a Christian. <laughs> yeah. And for me, it was around the same time as an adult with Penny that I realized that there's so much more to being a Christian and having that relationship. And it was in my adult life. There's not a defining moment, but it transitioned quickly when it did happen that uh, there was so much more. And then I started seeking that uh, relationship. So how did you guys come to find each other? And then that journey um, of, you know, making it a God-centered marriage? Yeah, so we met in college. We went to both attended the University of North Texas in Denton, and a couple years apart, and had a upper class dorm we lived in. And so, you know, boys and girls, and it was different. (laughs) But um, anyway, so we met in college, and you know, we got married, and it was about five years into our marriage where we both, you know, developed that relationship with the Lord. So it's been a journey to make that the center because that's not how it started. But um, God's been faithful in refining. I'm curious, um, because you said that, so did you guys, how did you see your marriage change in terms of, I mean, you're, you're married for that long, it's not Christ-centered. What kind of changes did you see within your marriage when you started making that transformation? Yeah, that's a great question. I think for me, I'm just developing a um, patience and an expectation that it wasn't all about me and becoming less demanding. I don't know if that's a good word or not, um, but just seeking Jesus first and then having that love for Jeff um, just really kind of changed. And when that becomes the focus, our interactions change daily. And um, Jeff, you said this, you know, there's more, it's not an easy answer. How did you guys get connected to Grace? Because you were at Grace and then you left and then you came back. Yeah. So um, we were attending old Jacksonville campus. Um 
We, um, I think uh, at the time, uh, Penny was teaching at uh, Grace, okay. and our kids were uh, going to Grace. And uh, we uh, had an opportunity to go to California and spend about 13, 14 years because of my job. And then when we came back, we immediately um, went, started back at Lindell Grace and just kind of continued there. Okay, so being back at Grace, um, were you guys uh, really, were you guys doing stuff with the church? Were you, you know, like you go to church on Sunday and you go home? Where were you in your walk in terms of like being on mission um, even before you started doing the Families Count class? Yeah, so we opened up um, our home and to a small group. Okay. And so we had another couple that we had done life with before, um, long-term members of Grace now. And so they, we just opened up our home to our small, to a small group. And so that was the first thing it was trying to build that community within a larger body, um, and trying to seek ways to serve. Um, so that's kind of, I think how it really started with us. Yeah. And outside of that, I mean, you've been involved. We've both been involved in the children's ministry okay. to some degree. Um, well, thank you for that. But we always need, yeah. we need leaders. But we, we recognize that we need to be doing more for sure. Yeah. So, so um, Penny, you were kind of talking about before we started recording how you guys got connected with this class. And it was simply you heard the announcement about, I guess, families count. So just explain to everybody how you guys got connected to this ministry. Yeah, so there was just an announcement that there was going to be kind of an info meeting after church about a ministry to help, like a parenting class. And, you know, with, I mean, I love kids. I've been in education. I love coming alongside the parents to encourage them. So to me, it seemed like a perfect fit. And so typical me, I forgot to tell Jeff. And so after church, I'm like, oh, hey, I need to go to this meeting. So he went with me. And that's how we first heard about it, the ministry, the heart behind it. Um I was a little more committed at first. Um, we kind of just didn't do much, and then Matt called us and then asked if we would lead and so or be the teachers, I guess. Okay. And so we required a lot of prayer. So, Jeff, can you, um, for people that have really no idea what this really is, can you kind of walk us through what this class is all about um, and what, what the point of it is and what you guys do for these families? Yeah. So in, in the grand scheme of things, th- these parents – um, are kind of viewed as victims or as, as well, I, I shouldn't say they're the victims, that they're kind of looked down upon because it's their kids that are getting taken away from them, uh, going into foster care, into the system, and um, for a lot of reasons. But this is an opportunity to introduce them to, you know, our Savior uh, to show that they can be restored and we are coming alongside them and Penny and I are very upfront to say, Hey, we're not perfect parents. We're not here because we won any awards at parenting. We've just gone through similar struggles that, that they're seeing. And this, this class over time is just going through and breaking down a lot of barriers that they've had in their life as far as the way they were raised of what's maybe works and what doesn't. But at the end of the day, it's, um, just you know showing them that god's in control and he still loves them and and we were all made in you know his image so that's that's kind of the nutshell were you guys did you have any reservations going into this like man what if we can't connect with these families like maybe we can't relate to what these the set of parents are going through and are are they going to feel like they're being judged are they going to judge us i mean did you have any of those barriers or fears before you Mm -hmm. started doing it 
for me, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah. think it's both of us, absolutely. Yeah. And I think anytime God calls you to a new situation, that is always a fear. And I think that's where we had to really um, depend on that God had called us to this and he would equip us. But we started off the class with the only thing we had in common was the fact that we loved our kids and they loved their kids. You know, because Jeff and I have not had court-appointed parenting classes mandated. And so that's the situation that these parents are in. Somebody's telling them, you have to take a parenting class. And so to be able just to say, we love our kids, you love our kids, that's what we have in common, and to launch from there. Um, I had read in the information, Jeff, that you had sent me, according to Lifeline, they said nationally one-third of children who are placed in foster care um, are, and then reunited with their birth family will actually have to re-enter foster care within three years. Um, I think what I love about this is that you guys are trying to, to make this work and get these parents back with their kids. Um, is it, do, you, do you think these families feel, when they come in, do they feel hopeless? Do they feel like they've been judged, that they're not worthy? I mean, where are the mindset that they're in when they come into these classes? I do think they're overwhelmed. Um, reunification is always the goal of the courts, right? So, and that's such the heart of God as well, right? And so um, they have to take all these classes and they have to do all these things. And to be able to come into a parenting class that's not really telling them everything they've done wrong, but our first class, we start out with who they are in Christ and who their identity is and that's where they can find. And so when we start with that as a building block, it starts to shift how they see themselves and then how they see their kids. And so I think it's like week four, it's talking about breaking generational cycles. And so they're parenting the way they've been parented. And so we have to show them a God-centered way to do that. Um, So it's exciting, it's hard, but it's good. And Jeff, do most, uh, I don't want to make a blanket statement, but do most people, the parents that come into this, do they not know the Lord? Um, are they receptive to hearing the gospel? Yeah, I think it's all across the board. I mean, we've had in you know the two classes we've done, I mean, we've had several of them that they definitely knew who the Lord was, where their walk was, was yeah. you know, probably you know unknown to some degree, but uh, for the most part, they are they're receptive. Um, you know, the other side of it is, is, you know, we don't know how many of them are there just to check the box and just to show up. But I think by the end of the class, we, we walk away feeling that, you know, if we could, if, if we could reach at least one or two of them and we, we see it as a win. And, um, but it's just showing the Lord in a good light and, and, and it's up to them at that point. Um, Penny, I'm curious because of your teaching background, um, do you think a part of that because of just your relationship and pouring into kids and I'm sure you've seen kids that haven't had their parents and, or just how much, how difficult it is. Um, I mean, how important is it, um, in your opinion, to try to get a child back with their birth parents? Well, I think it's everything. I mean, God designed the family that way and, um, it's important and it helps the kids to feel loved and secured because they're with their birth parents doesn't always happen and adoption is a beautiful thing because we're all adopted into god's family so 
it's um but it's important for these kids and it's important for these parents because they want their kids if they didn't want their kids back they wouldn't have been in the class and so they're trying to work this program and do the steps because they want back with their kids how have you guys um seen god move do you have like any good story or anything that you could share from i guess the couple classes that you've gone through where you've really seen like man that's awesome what god just did i i think so because there's so much um i don't know manpower that's needed to pull off this class Mm -hmm. so we need greeters and we need um, food preparation and we need servers and we need teachers and we need advocates and so i remember in the middle of our first class because we have no context of what this is going to look like and walking through the hall and just being overwhelmed with the power of the spirit thinking how he had brought so many people within his church body that all have different giftings to do this one common thing was to serve these parents for me it was kind of overwhelming and then i think about the first night um the very first night we give the parents and we we have dinner together we model what even family dinner is like for them. And so we were having dinner and we give them Bibles and for them to use throughout the class. And so we gave them the Bibles and we said, you need to write your names in them. And this one girl, I don't think she had ever owned a Bible and she opened it up and she had a real um, rough demeanor about her. And she opened it up and she held it and she was, what's it for? And I said, I said, excuse me, um, what do you mean, what's it for? And she goes, when you open it up, you write your name, and then it says, for, you know, on the front page of your Bible. And I just prayed, and I was like, okay, Lord, what do I tell her? And out came my mouth. I said, because you are loved. And it was crazy, because at the end of the night, we picked up the Bibles to keep them so they can have them for class the next week. Um, That's what she had written, because I'm loved. And so... We don't know where she is today, but I hope that she remembers that, that she's loved by God. Do you guys get, do you guys ever find out um, if they're reunited or is that kind of, you just, you just kind of hope the fruit, you know, it happens, but you don't know when. More the latter. Um, There's, you know, the amazing thing about this program is, is we have mentors that are, or advocates, however you want to look at it, but people that are in contact with, uh, with them on a weekly basis, they develop a relationship. And what happens is, is. The, once the class is over, there's a continuation of them trying to contact and reach out. Okay. And in a few cases, there's some back and forth and response, but we don't get a wholesale update of where they end up at. And that's, you know, that, that's a little bit disappointing, but then, you know, that's just the way it is for us. And we just pray and hope for them, you know. Yeah. Penny, you were saying before, uh, you were telling me earlier that you actually had someone that had told you. Um, you guys were too nice, she thought, when, when they first came in. Can you share that story? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so I mean, like, Grace Lindale rolled it out for these people. Yeah. And, I mean, so we had people in the parking lot showing them where to come into the doors. We had people opening the doors. We had people greeting them. Um, we just really came out to encourage them and make them feel welcome. And so about five weeks into class, we said, how did you guys feel the first day that you had to come? And there were several of them. We were nervous. We were scared. And one of them said, well, I kind of thought y'all were like way too nice and you weren't real. And I'm like, well, what do you think now? And she's like, you guys are real. Mm -hmm. And 
but it, it wasn't just Jeff and I, it was everybody who showed up to serve on that day and no matter what capacity it was. And it was just, it's a beautiful picture of the body of Christ because all these people are coming together who are different. And the thing we have in common is Jesus to love on people that may not ever know Jesus any other way, except how we treated them that night. Jeff, I, um, you know, you guys decide you're going to do this class. I'm wondering when you went into it, did you know or think that you would become as passionate for it as you guys are? I mean, and, you know, you guys are wanting to share. That's why we're doing this podcast. So more people can know about it. We can get more people involved in other campuses. Did you uh, think that you would be as passionate about it or has it grown as you've got into it? Yeah, no, uh, I was scared to death. Um, <laughs> for me, I think I was in, and there was a lot of prayer that went into this, yeah. but I think for me, I was trying to be more supportive of Penny because she, this, you know, this is what she does as far as getting in front of, you know, students or what have you and can really relate to them. And, and I really wanted to do it to support her. Um, me getting in front of people, it, it's a little bit more of a struggle. But um, once we get past the first teaching, the first um, um, six weeks or seven weeks that we did, and then we started the new program, um, it, it, the passion kicked in um, because I became, you know, the Lord allowed me to come become much more relaxed um, to be able to relate to him a little bit, a lot better, actually, because I understood what I went through uh, the previous time and uh, that passion just build, but, um, it, it took some time. Penny, what would you say to someone if they're listening to this and they're like, man, that sounds really great, but I, I just don't know if I'm cut out for that or, or they're having the same kind of barriers and fears. Maybe you guys had, what would you say to encourage them about what can happen with this ministry? I think one of the beautiful things about this ministry is there's so many different jobs that are needed. We need somebody who's really detailed to keep track of the records because the, the attendance has to be reported to the courts. So no matter where somebody feels comfortable, there's a need. We offer childcare. So these, these parents that do have their kids, we have childcare. So they can go to class, then their kids are in class. Um, we need people to go pick them up. Some of our families don't have cars, so we need transportation. And so that's always a neat opportunity for a husband and wife to be able just to drive the car, go pick up the person, have light conversation with them, share some stories, and then drive them home. Or we need people to cook meals and deliver them and to set up and to clean up. So no matter where somebody feels comfortable, there's an opportunity for that within this ministry. And you guys were explaining to me before, so there are, what do you say, four churches in Smith County that that offer this or do this. So it really goes year round. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's four. It could be five. Okay. Um, but you within the training and then um, Judge Wilson is the family court judge in Smith County. And so he's aware of the program. And the, there's just pretty much all year there's somebody in Smith County offering this class. Okay. So if someone wants to get connected to this, they want to be a part of this, um, do I mean, do they do it through Grace, or can they do it? I mean, can do they need uh, people helping at all the churches wherever they host it? Like, what would you recommend or encourage someone to do? Yeah, I think just reaching out. Um, I think kind of our touch person is Jenny Revanesi, um, Matt's wife. But I think I know other churches within our Family Counts kind of community will say, hey, we're hosting, but I don't have anybody to do meals this week. Can somebody help? So, I mean, there's pretty much a year-round need. Um it just kind of depends on what class and what's the church. Okay. 
Well, I definitely want to encourage people if you're listening, uh, be in prayer. Um, you know, you guys brought it up, and I was going to ask how important is it, I guess, even for you before you go in to lead these classes that you're in prayer, asking God for wisdom and discernment, showing that empathy and His love. Um, I mean, that's everything, right? It is everything. Yep, agreed. And I think it's something really powerful because we would begin each class. So it would be, you know, Jeff and I and all the parent advocates and just to be and the people that are serving the meals and just to be together in a circle praying on that one accord for that night. Um, And then we would always be asked, what are you guys teaching and how can we be in prayer? So we knew that as we were spending our time with the parents, we had people out in the hall praying for us. And I mean, there was more than one time where we wouldn't have had the words if somebody hadn't been praying in the Holy Spirit and giving us what our response needed to be. Okay. Well, that is awesome. I want to thank you guys for, for what you're doing uh, for these families. And, you know, look, we always say we don't, we always, always get to see the actual fruit, but um, it doesn't mean we stop pouring in and we know, we don't know what God's going to do, but I thank you guys so much for doing that. Um, and thank you for coming down to talk to me today. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, if you're interested in getting connected with Families Count like Jeff and Penny, um, I will include uh, contact information with the podcast link so that you can contact uh, Matt at the Revanessies um, to see how you can get connected again. Just a great ministry um, and pray about this um, and pouring into these families that are just trying to get their children back. That's what we want. So once again, thanks to Jeff and Penny. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Ryan Peterson. This is Voices of Grace. Voices of Grace.